And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's an actress and senior Swifty who has reached the point where she prefers a comfortable butt to an era's ticket. It's Jackie Johnson. And she's a comedian who is silently determining your correct bra size, Carl. It's Lizzie Cooperman. Chef Jeff is here to let you know that he will not be Xing on X, and he will not be threading on threads either. But his cat, Louie, absolutely fucking will. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little vegan chocolate cakes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, that particular carbohydrate, which I like to think was in honor of one of our guests today, who is a noted and notable vegan, was sent in on Patreon, Patreon. by Kim Platt. Yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff there. There's episodes of the Friend Zone, my bonus Patreon podcast. There is a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. And it's kind of filled with tea and gossip. Not always, but if I have some, I like to share it. And I did recently, and then accidentally it leaked. And that was not my favorite experience, but I'm just saying, guys, I'm playing with fire for you. Uh, You can send in carbs, all sorts of fun stuff. I think I've already said that, but that's how fun it is. If you opt for an annual subscription, you get two months free. Patreon.com slash Alice Rose. And I'd like to say hello to my guests. Jackie Johnson, hello. Your Patreon tea leaked. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my biggest fear. Yeah. Because, you know, I leak my tea. I go hard on my Patreon with the tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. The person, I mean, a person said to me, hey, I ran into someone who told me that you're, I ran into someone last night. I don't know how the Patreon texting thing works, but she said that you were feeling this way about this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. <sighs> Whoa. And I, so then on, I haven't, I keep realizing I haven't talked about it publicly. I talked about it on the next Patreon episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the person, I still don't know who leaked it. <gasps> I have suspicions, but I don't know. I think it was done in good, like, of course. with the best of intentions yeah. of like trying to like be like, hey, she's unclear about some motivations here. Wow. And wow. It actually, the crazy thing is that, like, the outcome wasn't terrible because now I do have more clarity yes. on something. And I'll fill you in after. But, like, um, I'll fill you in when you subscribe to my Patreon. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it did make me go, like, hey, this is the, like, the cardinal rule here is that we don't do that. Yeah, but at the same time, oh. you have to go in knowing that whatever you say can be put out there. I'm so trusting. Yeah. So you get really personal in your Patreon. Well, yeah. about, I just know yeah. because of the past and whatnot, you have to know that whatever you're spilling could be leaked. So yeah. it's it's you can't really right. go hard with it. Like yeah. I always say, I make it very obvious who I'm talking about, but I don't say who. Uh-huh. So, so that so if they deny. come at me, I could be like, I never said your name. I'll yeah. be like this particular podcast host with this particular color hair mm. who's on this Black. particular network you know whatever works for herself yeah it's yeah me, right yeah I, I, it's always you yeah yeah, yeah. Well, whatever i'm talking about okay. and okay. see it never even got back to me so mm. um i was kind of hoping that the person would like take it on themselves be like hey i just want to let you know it was me and no. that hasn't happened yet um 
And then the person that I suspect it might be, I kind of want to send them a message like, hey, but I feel like that's super accusatory. And I don't want, but it's really like not, I'm not coming, whatever. I'm not coming Mm. from an accusatory place, but it would feel yucky if they were there. Well, this is just a lot of boundary issues being crossed and it's a whole thing. And I've had this with my Patreon. I remember, do you remember when I called you crying saying, I think somebody's going to kill me in my sleep? Yes. Yeah. Things can get a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Lizzie, what about you? For free makeup or something? (laughs) Yeah. I like, I will get- Choke me out for my foundation stash. (laughs) You gave me a great eyeshadow palette. I was going to ask if you've used it. Yes. I've used the white in the pop. Yeah. 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 It was like Mm. white, purple, pink. Those are good colors. She wanted it in the grab bag of fun. She wanted it in the grab bag of fun. I love that. Yeah. I won big. I won Mm -hmm. big. Okay. So joining- So Lizzie Cooperman, hello. And then joining us, filling in for Tony, is Jeff Fox. Hi, Allison. Shove it up your butt, Daniel. You're wrong. He's not even here. I know, yeah, but no that's... worries! Exclamation point, but there are worries. <laughs> but that's how wrong he is. He is so wrong. I know. How can he be right if he's not here? Listen, I mentioned uh, recently that I have my new merch store up and running. We've got t-shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got mugs, stickers, hats, notebooks, uh, a pint glass, a water bottle. I don't know if I ever said that, but like just so so much fun stuff. And uh, you can get to it by going to the go to AllisonRosen.com and click on the thing at the top that says merch store. But some of the merch like makes reference to drops that we don't hear that much anymore. So Jeff and Tony's going to get this memo, too. If you could work in four avocados, if you could work in eat. Do we have an eat a bag of dicks? Yeah. The eat a bag, oh, yeah. bag of dicks song. Um we don't have touch the touch t- touch the tushy merch yet, but I just feel like that one hasn't been played in a while. I've been looking for a Greg at Dodger games because I want to get people to go up to him and start going four avocados. And <laughs> I have no idea where it's coming from. Oh, that's good. He does. People do say it to him all the time, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before we get into everything, I just want to quickly say thank you to Poise for sponsoring today's episode. Learn more at poise.com. All right. Let's see here. I did recently buy some stuff from Sephora. And Jackie noted the box when she walked in. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't do Natch Butte anymore, it's in her blood. Yes. So I brought it in so she can look through it if oh, she wants man. and comment. And then, let's see. I had a couple things I wanted to say oh. from before. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. Let's just start right in on the gal, the gal chat talk. Right. Gal chat. Yeah. There's actually a full song. I know. That was the short one. It's just very long. Mm-hmm. It's also like, not particularly gally. You know what I mean? Ooh, it's like th- like gal chat via the male gaze. A male lens, yeah. yeah. I would appreciate if it was a little bit more like feminocentric. Like Lilith Fair feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did you know Susie Orman used to have that song on her podcast that was Together We Will Climb or whatever? No. Wrote, no. There was controversy around Susie Orman's opening song because it was like, we can do this. It was called Women and Money, the podcast. Yeah. And people were like, together we will strive. Like it was like, or together we will strive. Why strive? Hmm. Why aren't we just doing it? Mm. It's like together we'll try. We'll try to right. make sense of money. And so there was like a backlash. So now there's like a new song. Oh, and what does it say now? It is it together we'll climb or is it just a whole new song? It's, it's different. It's different. It has it the same vibe. 
How do yeah. we? F- I haven't seen Susie Orman in a long time. I what her happened a little to her? Bit. She, I think she's like married. She's got a cool wife. She's probably traveling. Good mm. for her. Okay. Hello, he lied, right? No. Oh, who's, who's that? that? Oh. Is that a real book or is that like a book from a movie? No, I thought that was. Listen. Susie Orman is can I afford like people call in she's like no oh, you cannot are you afford of it. Linda Oberlin yes Ober- Oberst o- yes o- bo- 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 Linda Susie Bobo Susie Orman is uh, Kristen Wiggs yes. did her yes, yes. and she Listen. also uh, her story is so interesting having a baby ruins your brain it melts your brain it no. does it never comes I know. back it's, I don't yeah. it's really you just hit that age yeah. where you're like what what's that J- jelly beaver joey joey beaver <laughs> but you develop do you have this like i'll be in the living room and i'll be like daniel owens crying and i'll be like how can you hear that yeah. i'm like i don't even hear wolf it i just hearing. feel it yeah yeah wolf. it's just a frequency that suddenly no, i yeah. wake up in the middle of the night because sandy likes to headbang into the crib oh god he's asleep and he's just bang and i hear the bang and then i'm like my son's gonna have a concussion you know mm-hmm. i'm like so yeah all right, so my report- podcast is going strong. I just oh, want good. to alert okay, you. Okay, good. Good for Suze, yes. but it's Susie. Um, question, Jackie. Yes. Chemical exfoliants. Yes. So like those acids that you put mm-hmm. on your face and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of them that are sold for advanced mm-hmm. chemical exfoli- acid mm-hmm. users. I don't, I'm not an acid face person. Mm-hmm. Um, do they make your skin peel or does the acid itself just like eat away the dead skin? There should not be any physical peeling. Oh. If there's physical peeling, then it is probably too strong. Okay. Or you perhaps are doing it too frequently, leaving mm. it on too long. Got it. Yes. So mm. do you use them? Do you like them? I'm having a really... I'm not doing anything right now because of my Morpheus 8 oh, usage. Oh, yes. So I actually don't have any any kind of exfoliation in my regimen at the moment. Your skin does look... It's glowing. I know. Yes. It, I don't have any makeup on. <laughs> what? I have a little concealer. That's it. And wow. mascara, but no, no makeup. Say fa- is that face or neck? Morpheus. I did both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is? Yes. This is, Jeff, get ready. Mm-hmm. It is a micro needling thing where they can adjust. I mean, I'm, well, it's my show. So I'm going to tell you, and then Jackie's going to correct me because she's the one who actually experienced it. It's like little needles that go into your face, I think between one and four millimeters. And then they use laser frequency with it. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like unbelievably painful. And is it named (laughs) after a character in the matrix? Yes. Is it really? No. I don't know. I don't know. Actually. Morpheus is the brand. I think there's also like, it's all, look, this is all I watch on TikTok. It's a (sighs) terrible direction that my life has gone. So anyway, how was, tell, tell us. You said it felt like thunder hitting your face, it right? It was, so the first one I did, I actually, it was not fun. It was not the most pleasant 30 minutes mm-hmm. of my life, but I did it. And I was like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I did it on the highest setting. Oh my God. Doc, our doctor, I'm not going to say her name because uh-huh. I don't want people to flood her. No. Um, I, I We see the same derm now. She said that I handled 10 joules higher than she even could. Wow. And so she did my neck on the highest setting. It's crazy because- You'll like get these random like electric pulses going through your body. Like at one point, my arm literally smacked up in the air and went down like a noodle, like one of those like noodle people at the used car lots. Do they put like a bite guard in your mouth? No, I. She was like, "You're doing so well," and she does all these techniques. Like she'll start talking about my son and like Mm -hmm. talking about my travel. Like she tries to distract you, but she was like, "You're so tough and you're you handle this so well." And I was really proud of myself. The recovery wasn't great. My neck had chicken pot marks for like a month, two months. (gasps) 
And I kept being like, is this normal? Is this mm-hmm. normal? And then you Google Morphe's egg gone wrong. And there's all these threads yeah. of people saying it like permanently pop-marked them and stuff. But my, our doctor knows what she's doing. I trust her. Everything healed fine. The second time I did it, it hurt a hundred times worse. I wonder, was it because you were already sensitized, do you think? I don't or? know. Maybe because I knew it was going to yeah. hurt or something. But again, like my arms are flying up That's like so crazy. out of my, and she's like, yeah, it's because it like sends pulses through your body. It's scary. Does it feel like being electrocuted? Yes. When it's, you say through your body, do you mean everywhere? Like, like, but you uh, can't control it. I literally, my arm <laughs> flew up in the air and then fell down without me having any control. <laughs> it's so intense weird. and crazy. And the recovery was horrible. That, now, more horrible. Physically, my <laughs> face went away. It was fine after a couple of days. My neck still had the, pop mar- mm-hmm. the marks, but I had itching so bad that I was losing my mind. On your face. Yes. Oh. I wanted to claw my skin off. God. And they, she wrote me a prescription for like a cortisone cream that barely worked. I literally was like wanting to claw my yeah. face off. Oh, that sounds awful. it was not fun. Like a yeast infection on your face? I, it was exactly that. It was like a burning yeast infection <laughs> on my face. Oh. And... That wasn't fun. So I actually had a third one on the books and I canceled it because mm. I said I can't go through this for the summer. So how, I'm doing it again at the end of August. How long did the uh, incredible itching last? Weeks. Oh, my God. I couldn't sleep. Oh. And do you feel a difference? Can you see a difference? I So it apparently takes months, which is super annoying <laughs> because I was I just went to see her. The, the day I was supposed to do it a couple weeks ago, I actually went in and had her look and just kind of see what else was going on. Because the only place I'm ever getting filler again is my lips. And I've had it in my chin area a few times, which is just kind of like holds my mouth up. Because over time, this has started to just droop. And it started mm-hmm. happening in my early 20s. It's just kind of a thing that happens to like people with like a thinner face. I don't know. And I said, I want to fill this in. And she goes, your Morpheus will fill that in. Mm. She's like, just give it a couple months. So I'm just waiting. I'm you're Morpheus. Waiting it almost here. sounds like your your um, secret angel. Yes, yes. You're Morpheus your Morpheus will take will care step of that. In. Yes, maybe my angel cards yes. will reveal Morpheus, my angel. Yes. So we'll see. I'm just playing the waiting game because all my friends are like, "I want to buy, I want to do Morpheus, but I'm using you as my guinea pig." I'm like, "Go ahead. Maybe it'll do something. Maybe it won't. We'll find out in a couple months if I." Look snatched. It sounds like a traumatizing level of pain. No, it was horrible. And, you know, we've had children. Mm-hmm. I was like, nothing can be as horrible as childbirth. Wow. And was it? Of course not. Well, it's you had back fast. labor, though, which is like extra, yeah. extra painful. Yeah, back? I, was, what is that? It was just, just back labor. So you want to explain I back had, labor? No, I just had no. front and back pain. It was oh, just okay. back labor is when the baby is face like not positioned correctly, okay. so you feel it more in your back, and it's Got supposed it. to be like very—it's like Morpheus he level was, pain. He was using my back as a hammock, like my spine. And you as a named hammock. your baby Morpheus. Yes, yeah. a little morph, <laughs> a little more, more. We'll um, see. <clears throat> oh my we'll gosh. see. But I mean, it acids, does radiant. yes. So an AHA BHA mm-hmm. would be good. You can w- put one on, wash it off when you wake up. Oh, that's um, a long time. Or you can just do one. You know. Are they before bed? Typical because I okay. So as I've mentioned, I'm on TikTok looking at face shit all yeah, the yeah. time. It's all it's all I want to see in my in my algorithm. That and cute animals. Mm-hmm. Um, those like Dennis Gross peel pads. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple people, people say, those. yeah, they yeah. change your skin. But mm-hmm. are they for acne prone people? Because in my day we had Stridex pads, yeah. and that is what this is all reminding me. They're of. not the same at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, completely different because those. But those have those salicylic were, acid in them, which is AHA the, or BHA. The doctor, the doctor, what's his name, Stu? 
No, the Stridex. Stridex. Yeah. These ones don't have salicylic acid. Oh, they as don't. far as I know, no. Okay. Yeah, All completely right. different. And you now can get certain levels. I would I would say that probably the acne prone people would want to get the really calm ones. Right. Because they go all the way up to like 30%, 40% glycolic, like whatever. Just removes the, a layer of your face. They have, an, they have a sensitive one and then they go up to like the okay. normal quote unquote. So yeah. Daniel wow. has started doing a skincare regimen. Okay. I wish but why you, you got to like make it a thing? I wish you were here to discuss. Yeah. But there is, I told him about, I'm like, you have glass skin. He's like, is that good? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like a face wash with a retinol okay. in it mm-hmm. uh, and ceramides. Okay. And then what else does he have? He has like a hyaluronic acid mm-hmm. niacinamide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the ordinary. Yeah. And then he actually has um, zinc and some kind of acid. Wow. And then something else. Yeah. He like watched. He says he watched a bunch of videos on like male skincare. So now he's doing it. Yeah. Except that we went and I. I meant to mention this. We went to the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. flea market and he's like, I can never put on sunscreen without it dripping into my eyes. And I said, are you sure this is sunscreen? It's not like all the acids you're putting on your face dripping into your eyes. And he actually was Googling portable eye wash station. Oh, God. No, there are certain sunscreens <laughs> that will ruin yeah. your day. Yeah. I work very hard on my sunscreens to where they don't because it can be so hard when they get in your eyes. Yeah. I only What's your sunscreen game? Well, I do mineral still, which I really only did because I was pregnant and mm. nursing and I needed and again I try to wear quote unquote clean mm-hmm. just because my son is like grabbing me all the time and yeah. like he's a bully and he'll like rip my glasses off, rip my hat off, like he grabs my face. So I do mineral. But mine is kinship. Mm. And I I love it. Can you feel it? Because no. I tried that like super goop and I couldn't oh, no. feel super it on my is, face. Super goop is chemical. It's completely different. Really? Well, they, but they just, and they're not a sponsor. I wish they were. Um, unless I don't wish they were, Jackie. I don't know. <laughs> but they just came out with one called Matte Screen, which is mineral oh. and it's tinted. Oh. Daniel bought it. Oh. And I stole it. Yeah. Because I have always had trouble with physical sun with mm-hmm. mineral sunscreens because yeah. they just feel so like oh yeah, yeah that i just use um a chemical one but i've started using his matte screen and it actually like i don't mind putting it on so you might mm. try that one if you're okay. looking for it. Okay. yeah yeah i'm open yeah very open she's <laughs> tried i like to sexualize yeah. it <laughs> let's just say i've dabbled yeah i've experimented what's your tell. sunscreen of choice well, it was super goop, and now I'm looking for a change. Yeah, have you yeah. actually dabbled, experimented sexually? No. If you feel comfortable answering, I do very little. Like I don't, I don't, I have no awareness of it. Like when you you guys are talking about this, I feel like I'm like watching a basketball game. Yeah. Oh no, I was asking sexually. Oh, oh sorry. Who hasn't experimented? Oh, sexually? What do you like, mean? I haven't really. really. You mean like what do you mean? Three like women. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh, I thought you meant was skincare. No, I, I mean I, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I've experimented sexually. I mean, I feel like everyone has experimented sexually. <laughs> Only if you're open to answering. I have to say, well, it's it's interesting that you say that because, like, when you date, sometimes dating people, they want to know, like, yeah, have yeah. you ever done this? Have you ever done that? I'm not used to talking about it because yeah. I don't put that much importance on things that happened in the past, I guess. I'm not yeah. like, whoa, wasn't that crazy when I, like, I think just certain things happened and I haven't done them for a while. Yeah. You know? That's like the fair answer. That's kind yeah. of it, I guess. And I feel like maybe I missed my window to do certain things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not really, but I just mean like I'm married now and 
Right. You know. Well, I, know. I mean, listen. You need to be like Miranda with that strap on. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Up your butt. Let's please talk about and just like that. Okay. This is the Sex in the City <laughs> sequel show. Jackie no longer watches it. I gave up. Right. Well, this last episode is so gross. Did you see it? I heard About there the... were some jisms. Oh, yeah. So this is going to air uh, on the 24th. But the one you're okay. talking about is where Harry has an invisible orgasm or something. Yes. I haven't seen the end. Of, I mean, I don't care. Spoil it. I don't yeah. care. But yes, he has an invisible orgasm. Like there's no. Is that a thing? I didn't... The show made it seem like it. Yeah. But yeah, like, like just... nothing nothing comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, or phantom Ejaculate. I forget what right. they call Cobweb it. Cobweb something? I think <laughs> they had like some name for it. Spider yeah. Okay. And then there were like a thousand jizz puns. Because Miranda's like, this seems, that right. seems like an upgrade to me. And they're like, mm. we should have known about you. And then, you know. Do you think it's at a point where that in that show where they're just like, we've talked about everything else. So, okay, what new thing? Jizz. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now we're in a new era. No one, like they think They covered be... jizz pretty extensively yeah. in the first run of oh, the show. Oh. I do feel like this second season is more closer to the original show than the first season, right. which was just god-awful. Yeah, it was... But watchable to me. Has Aiden showed up yet? Because no. I feel like I need to watch again when that happens. <laughs> no, but Kate Hudson's brother, Oliver Hudson, is Che's the ex... The Soho Malibu yes. bartender, yeah. Oh Who god. looks so much like Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, are you watching? The idea... No. Can we talk about what that would mean to be a Soho House Malibu bartender? bartender. Sure. Like, why? Sorry. Is there a Soho House in Malibu? Ben said they Googled restaurants in Malibu, and that was what came up, and that's why they put it. He was like, somebody didn't do any research here, because that was the silliest line. Right. Well, they're trying to find somewhere upscale, I think, because they're like, well, he's a bartender, but we want to make him desirable. Right. Much respect to bartenders. Yeah. Across the land. He probably makes really good money. Right. Yeah. So there is a Soho House in Malibu. Yeah. And it's very exclusive. It doesn't come with a standard right. membership. Oh. It's a side. Me- it's its own membership. Wow. Okay. It's like an an addition. I've never well, been. Right. So Che Diaz has a TV show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the scene. So well, we were talking about this before. Miranda's going down on her and she's like, her phone rings. She's like, sorry, babe. That's my showrunner. <laughs> it's just such an L.A. thing. Like, yeah. It's like this is this is the new entourage like, of right. like the, the spoof of this business. And- yes. Did y'all watch right. The Idol? It's like it's your I've show. I've heard it's awful. Oh my God. I haven't watched it. Oh my God. It is. Oh. It's a it's a wild ride. Really? But like worth watching awful? Mm. Robin Shore was talking about how awful it is. Yes. You were the there. internet is seething. Okay. It's seething with anger. It's it's very over the top. It's very silly. Like, mm. like how? Everything is a 12. Hmm. Like. She's a pop star. She's wearing no clothes. She's chain smoking. She's chugging tequila. She's sucking and fucking. It's like, just, they were like, how can we heighten this? How can we heighten this? How can we oh, wait, is it the Euphoria guy? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Which okay. I never saw Euphoria. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I need mm-hmm. to see that. So anyway, went yeah. to the Rose Bowl flea market. Yes. My first time going. You experimented sexually. I experimented. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I let everyone in mm-hmm. to me. Um, It was very hot. And initially... I was just looking, and this is like a, th- it's a thing yes. in LA, would you say, right? Yes. A lot of people go to it. Yes. Um, initially, I was just like, it's just so much crap. Now, we got there at like two. Um, it opens at five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Yes. Yes. Um, just like, just 
crap everywhere. And I was like, I lack the vision and imagination mm. to see these pieces of whatever and to think that would look great in my house. Yes. Like that's my problem is that I you begin can't to see things for the smaller macro level. It's like you just see a bunch of shit. Yeah. Just yeah. like look at all these like broken wicker chairs. Yeah. Although then I saw a set of four tulip chairs. You know what those mm-hmm. are? Like I have them. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. I asked how much is are those chairs and they said seventeen hundred. They're like, you know, and I was like, this is not a deal. I don't know. Maybe that is a deal for like authentic uh tulip chairs, but I was just thinking, that's expensive to me. Um I did buy a ring for one dollar. Oh. You know, it actually was good with kids because they would see stuff everywhere that they wanted. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated the way that the vendors because I would say, you know, how much is this? Yeah. And they obviously know that my kids want it because they're mm-hmm. talking loudly about it. And they didn't jack up the price at all. They're just like, oh, the, ev- you know, everything that the kids wanted was a dollar. No. So I appreciated that. How much is admission again? $12 for adults. Kids under 12 are free. Okay. So, yeah. Do you guys go? Are you flea market people? Honey, I went once when I was like 23. Okay. Oh, it's been going on that long. Isn't that crazy? I mean, not that you're old. No, but I need, I should go. Yeah. Mm. Even when I was freshly postpartum i live semi around yeah. the rose bowl it would make sense for me to just go at 5 a.m when i'm up right, right? yeah strap the baby to me and go mm-hmm. but i didn't go here's I still the thing is, been back. you need a truck yeah you need and a truck. that's what happened to me when i went I, I got a really cool like japanese clock yeah. like an old japanese clock mm-hmm. there i got a painting there once but a lot of the stuff I'm like, I've no I can't I can't take this home in my yaris right right <laughs> yeah but do you feel <laughs> Is it like I I also see I also mm. don't go antiquing or thrifting or mm. I just I just buy shit online no, or I go I into a mall or something. Sale. Yeah, I just hit one of the best ones I've ever been to. <gasps> really? Oh. How do you find out about them? You're like the it's... body was still warm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were literally hoisting around estatesales.net. Sorry, I just blew up the spot for everyone. Wow. I've said it on Nashville too. Yeah. Estatesales.net. You type in your zip. Burbank has a lot. There's a lot of old people. Yes. Yeah. Burbank is a wow. good one. Um, Beverly Hills is the best. Oh. I just am too lazy to drive. But they're incredible. Especially if you go the last day I when everything's go half with off. You. But oh, doesn't it have the, the... Now, what did you, you find that you wanted? So this one was right by my house, actually. I don't have the time. Any, weekends are a nightmare now. Yeah. They're not fun. They're not... I don't relax because mm-hmm. I have no childcare. So the weekends are just not fun yes so i was actually driving home from my son's music class and i saw signs and i followed him and it was next to my basically next to my house so i just put him down for a nap ben watched him and i went down and it was my favorite one which is like a kooky spinster Uh uh-huh kooky spinster lady she loved cats she loved disney she loved pink she loved leopard print oh my god this sounds amazing and i just bought and bought and bought armfuls armfuls people were stopping me going where did you get that you know and and i was like hands off lady <laughs> and uh, i got a bunch of kooky shit from my yard like my husband came out and he's like oh there's new turtles in the yard i'm like yeah i bought a bunch of weird yard shit i bought a bunch of weird old disney shit i bought some barbie still in the box from the 80s wow do Whoa. i need any of it no mm. it's all in my office now my bathroom is full of weird pink kooky shit Oh, she this had, is perfect. She you. had like a little glass pink bunny. Mm. It's now in my bathroom. Oh. Like just I and and there's this picture frame of a a lady in a glamour shot, like an old woman in a glamour shot, and it's a leopard frame with a leopard shoe. <gasps> and I was like, I'm keeping this woman in the frame. I don't know who she is. I'm keeping her in the frame. So she's now on my desk. I, I mean, love it. It was just great. Do you? 
haggle? I'm not good at it. I usually fail. Mm-hmm. Caroline Moss and I went to one one time and I was like, watch this. I was like, I'll give you 10. She goes, it's 15. I go, I'll take it. I'm like, I'm so bad. And we were like crying, laughing. She's like, you talk to big game. Um, so no, I'm not good at it. Mm, they're yeah. pretty stingy at the estate sales. I watch people haggle and they're, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can be a thing. I just don't care. Right. Yeah. I wish I, I, wish I was better it's at it. It's interesting the things that we're attracted to over and over. Yes. Like yep. I have certain things like that too. Like what? I'm like... I like tigers, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that. And there was a tiger sale. I went to a full all, all full tigers. dead tigers. I, you would have lost. I it. don't have a lot of tigers. Yeah. I have one pillow that weirdly I got in the kids section of IKEA. That's a lion yeah. pillow. It's like a black and white photograph of a lion on a pillow. Yeah. But I also I had a guy come over once, and he was like, "Do you realize almost everything in your apartment is Japanese?" I said, "I wow. never noticed that." Like, like, I have a clock. gold and, like, cream relief thing. Yes, a Japanese yes. clock. And I just am drawn to, like, I have a little, like, Sony. needle point of Honey, Tokyo. there are full <laughs> Japanese estate sales. Really? Of, like, just Japanese stuff. I love it. Yes. I actually am, like, moved by the great wave of Kanagawa, that painting. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they sell that at Ikea? Like, I've, I feel like I can't have I've it. I've been to estate sales where it's <laughs> I love it. Japanese art. The, all the walls are just Japanese art. I love it. Yeah. I really, I just feel drawn, I feel like drawn to the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Mm. Is Sony Japanese? I made a dumb joke. It is, right? Sony the company? And I feel like tigers are part of it. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Jeff, I feel like you're a thrifting. You go to like the dump, don't you? Well, I don't go to the dump. Uh, I go to the junkyard. Are you a a freaking? (laughs) No. Sorry. Goals. That's what I meant. The yes. junkyard. Goals. The junk and the dump. Junkyard and dump are synonymous in my head. Right. No offense. Thank you. That's, that's, <laughs> Tell ra- me the that's difference. racist. That's our Aunt Jemima, so yeah. thank you. Tell me the difference. Yeah, thank you. Well, a dump is where you just go to dump garbage, and a junkyard is a place with cars where you go to get parts for your car. Do you, uh, do you fix cars? Yeah. Wow. He's a car dude. Yeah, I just, I just put dude. a new hood on my car. Saturday that you got from a junkyard. Oh yeah, they don't let you work on it in the parking lot, so I just pulled the the hood and like then the I drove around the corner in front of a cement plant and did it on the sidewalk and then took the old one back. Do you have a pretty common car? No, it's it's actually kind of a little bit hard to find, so that's why I kind of went and got it. I was like, I need to get this while I can. My dad is a car guy. Really? Yeah. yeah. What is it? What does he have? He's uh, he collects muscle cars nice. from the seventies. Nice. Yeah, mostly. Wow. Yeah. How many cars does he have? You know, I don't know. Like a lot. Not like a Jay Leno or anything, but you know, <laughs> uh, he's got an airplane hanger with like He a drives a motor carriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what, you, what, they trade them and swap them. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Like yeah. he, he buys them for a dollar and then he refurbishes it himself and s- sells it. It's like his hobby. Right. He's 70s retired, you know? It's like what mm. he does. So. Yeah. It's nice. really interesting. I actually hadn't been to the Rose Bowl until about two years ago. I was surprised that it took me that long to get there. Did you like it? Because I feel, see, that thing right. that where I'm just like, it all just looks like so much crap. I feel like you have the vision to see what the good stuff is. I liked it, but it was a little high priced for me. I kind of grew up going to like ones in the country in Pennsylvania where, mm. you know, back before the internet where you would get cool stuff for cheap. So right. You go there and it's like highly collectible stuff that's actually worth money. And I just, I sort of like it. I like looking at stuff, but I just, I have so much crap and mm-hmm. like, I have so much crap from going to estate sales and thrift shops that I just I don't want any more stuff. Yeah. Interesting that life ends with a sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like a fire sale like get it all out of here i know it is it there is an element of that that makes me feel creepy but at the same time i'm thinking this woman's will live on now in my yard yeah you know like i put her little squirrel figurine in my yard next to my squirrel figurines and i'm like meet your friend i love that you know like she's gonna live on through me now and Mm. and so that makes me happy the energy of the object Mm -hmm. guys just thinking about mortality make you feel like you need to talk to a professional person sometimes because allison rosen is your new best friend is sponsored by better help i am the queen of segues this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier you get. Um, Look, you guys know if you've listened for any amount of time, I... I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy on and off for a very long time. It has helped me immensely. I recommend it to anyone who is open to it and even people who aren't. Uh, If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash best friend today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, better H E L P.com slash best friend. Oh my God. Speaking of things like that, this episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend is brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. One thing I know for sure is that when you're a new mom, you will take all the help and advice you can get. Not even necessarily a new mom. As like a mom who's been doing this for a few years, I will take all the help and advice that I can get. And personally, something I needed help with during postpartum life was bladder leakage. And it's really common, affecting millions of women. I learned the hard way that period pads are not designed to help with bladder leaks. Poise Ultra Thins were an essential because unlike period pads, they're designed specifically for bladder leakage and they keep you 10 times drier than the leading period pad. You guys know I am no stranger to bladder leakage. It started while I was pregnant and it uh, has continued. I could, I think you guys already know all the various places that this kitchen floor, one of the chairs. I mean, it's a whole, like I'm afraid to cough sometimes. Poise Ultra Thins keep you feeling dry, clean, fresh, and they offer with and without wings to flex with your body. I'm more of a without wings kind of gal, but I feel like I should change it up. Poise really helps me to make the most out of every day. It takes poise. Learn more at poise.com. Okay, boy, Jackie has a heart out in four minutes. I'm going to make Lizzie stay for a little bit longer okay. so we can finish this episode. Um, uh, but while you're still here, Jackie, would you like to go through my box? Yes. <gasps> but I do have to go because my nanny's staying long so I could be here. Cause oh, ben that's has so to nice. Work, yeah. So I have to no, go. I know. No, I know. We're going to let you go. Okay. You look like you've been chowing box, man. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Someone's been watching TikTok. You it's got me. Patrick Ta? Yeah. I've never bought any of his products, but he's very convincing on mm. Yes, on. yes. I wanted that glow body stuff, but uh-huh. I saw how expensive it was. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. Yeah. So what is this? So that is, is that the dual-ended? Uh, Patrick Toff for face. Blush. Bros. What is this? That. Yeah, it's supposed to, no, it's it's a brush. Wow. But it's supposed to make contouring your nose like a thousand times easier. Go ahead and open it oh if you like. Oh my god, you're um, getting advanced. I tr- I mean, wow. 
I do contour my nose, but only for like special events. So Rose yes, gold. oh pretty. Mm-hmm. So it's got like two ends. I don't know. It's just supposed to be good for the person who made me buy it, and not me personally, but the person who where it was convincing was like, if you've struggled with contouring your nose, this brush makes it a lot easier. Yeah. When you do it, do you use a cream or a powder? Cream. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I use the Say bronzer. S-A-I-E Oh, yeah. I-E I-E, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a clean, one of the clean brands. Okay. Right. Now you have one size ultimate setting powder, ultra pink. Yeah. So Are you the- pink undertone? No. I it, you, you were know olive. I- okay. Man, this is very gout chat. I just, my mom. Okay. You're I'm, olive, Lizzie. I'm very fair. Mm-hmm. I am extremely fair. And my mom would always say that she and I have olive tone skin, yeah. whereas like my sister and my dad have mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can be fair and olive, but don't. And just read like for 25 years or something, I was thinking, no, I'm so fair. There's no way I'm olive. I think when I think olive skin, I think of dark skin. No, you have yellow right. undertone. Yes. But just recently, I was looking at my wrists and I was noticing that like the color of my veins through my skin. And then I, and I was, I just realized like, oh no, my mom was right. I do have olive undertones. Thank you for recognizing it. Oh. Anyway, this is a big hit on TikTok apparently, okay. but maybe wow. it's not going to work so with young. my olive skin. I love the packaging because of yeah. the pink. Wow. I was just in my bathroom earlier and my bathroom is pink, like mm-hmm. pink 50s You wouldn't even be able to see this powder. And all my products, I have a lot of Thrive, which I know yeah. you have their mascara too. It's my favorite. And it's green. And I'm like, I wish I had all pink makeup in here. You should be so able to like wrap it up. Yeah. If I could get this. Um, there's this woman that I follow who's like, this is my five minute facelift with this. And then she just like uses it for brightening. And I don't know. I think it might be too pink. This is pink as fuck. I'm yeah. very curious how this would go on I'll let under your eye or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, need I like to the start, color. I need to start making TikToks or videos where I put yes. on makeup. I want to see that. I just don't have any, like the right thing to put my phone in. What do you use? Get a little, um, get a little tripod. Yeah. That's what I Prime need. Prime day, honey. Okay. Okay. You have a hair mask. Was this K- a TikTok? Yes. Okay. Now, but but everyone and their mother claims this is like just rebuilds your hair, even though that's physically impossible. It's supposed to be so good. I will. K18, it's crazy. And then you got, of course, Yves Saint Laurent Touche Clot. So that's what I use as they have a brightener, Mm -hmm. under eye brightener, Mm -hmm. like the highlight pen. And that's what I've been using for as a concealer, but this yeah. one is actually a concealer. So I I'm, thought I would try it. I don't know. I, I I guessed at the shade though. Yeah. I used it a long time ago mm-hmm. and the coverage just wasn't great for me. You use this one or you use the brightening pen? The, the OG one. Yeah. This was years and years and Right. Years Cause ago. it's not, it doesn't have a lot of coverage. It's yes. just bright. Yeah. I, I use Tarte Shape Tape because that's all I need thick ass concealer mm-hmm. that will cover up a body. Well, maybe you know? I'll try. That is, everyone on TikTok loves that one. And now they have a new, <laughs> what's happened to me? They have a, they have a new one. radiant one. Yes, I'm nervous about that one. I but I know. do want to try mixed it. Tuck- yeah. Lizzie. I have to go. Uh, I, I can't believe child. it. I know. Oh. I am so happy I got to see you. You yes. know what? Let's pause this and just do a quick uh, social media story okay. before you go. Okay. Yeah. And we're back. All right. So, unfortunately... Jackie has abandoned us, as she always does. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she needed to go relieve her nanny, but I'm forcing Lizzie to stay. And Lizzie, whom I didn't even tell we were doing two episodes. Oh, I guess I hadn't mentioned that. It's a that. joy. This is a double record. 
Um, I thought that I had. So maybe you did. I don't read no, emails I don't think so. oh. in, in their entirety. I, I'm a glancer. Really? You're the yeah. first person to admit it just straight up. I don't It's really... been my suspicion for a long time that most people, many people don't. Right. Yeah, I think people don't. So, Even when I did my podcast and I would send out the topic, no one often or oftentimes people would say, oh, what are the choices or whatever? Did yeah. that ever? How did you feel about that? I felt fine because I can still talk about it, you know? Okay. Yeah. Or, but, but I could bring it up right. naturally or. Now, if you booked someone, this is where I air grievances. If you sure. booked someone through a po- uh, publicist. Mm-hmm. Did you ever book people through publicists or was it usually no, directly? No, but I had a lot of publicists reach out and be like, my client who was on, you know, like SVU. <laughs> I'm like, right. Are they going to have a good time on my show? I just have no no yeah. idea what the chemistry would be like. Right. I'd obviously be happy to have anybody, but. Because sometimes, yeah. especially during the pandemic, I would book someone through a publicist and then, or the publicist would reach out to me, you know, and uh-huh. I'd say yes. And then I would send the publicist the, you know, the email with all the details and that just me or everyone and hey, go fuck yourself and all that. And then they would come up on the show and it was like, they had no idea what I was right. talking about. Right. Um, and then it always just I think most people are just frustrated. like, for me, my main thing is just put it in your calendar and don't mess that part up. Yeah. Because I've, I used to just not write down anything. Mm. This is like a, an ADHD thing, but mm. I would just assume that when the thing happened, I would know to be there yes. somehow through osmosis or or that I'd written it down on a scrap of paper. Right. You know? So do you use the know. calendar in your phone? I use it on my computer. Mm. Yeah. And in the morning, I kind of like look it over. Right. Uh-huh. Jeff, are you a phone calendar person? I am. I do it mostly on my computer, but I like mm. having it on my phone. Yeah. Computer's mm. primary. Right. But it's great when you get like the official invite. Right. And then you just click yes, and it automatically gets added to your calendar. I love that. I have to say, and especially with people who have kids, I can't believe how much you do in a day. Oh, yeah. I can't. Like, it I'm actually, trying to change that. Really? <laughs> I'm floored kind of. by that. I need so much time alone. And even with, like, dating a new person, mm-hmm. having to tell them, just to let you know, in the morning, I need to be alone to write my morning pages. <laughs> right. I can't. I need breaks. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that's being an introvert as well yeah or characteristic of that yeah and i i am an introvert as well mm. um sometimes i think about how much daniel and i try to reclaim like our lives despite having kids and how much there's this sense i feel like i feel guilty even admitting this but like mm. like if i'm watching them for an extended period of time then i'm like there's a, there is a part of me that's like, I think like an old part of me that feels like I'm losing myself, I'm losing time, I'm losing this, I'm losing that. And there's like always this pull to look at my computer or my phone or maybe it's just technology addiction. But like, oh, I really am, have been trying to get to a place where it's like, they're only going to be little for a little while. Like, and what in your life, Allison, is more important than this be present, be here. Like it's very tough. It, that part has been very, it is very, that part of parenting right. is tough for me. And I watch it with Daniel. Like if he, hmm. if I have to do something and he's been watching them the entire day, he's like not in a great place by the end of the day. That's kind of interesting. That is, that kind of reminds me of, I did do Tony Robbins 30 days to personal power. Oh my God. We have to talk about that. I did it a long, it, it was a really long time ago. I know since there's been some controversy yeah. around Tony but um, he, 
He talks about long-term long-term pleasure and short-term pain. Mm. Or or doing things that'll that pay off instantly like looking at right. the computer, looking like at the phone versus yes. Yeah. Yes, and kind of playing the long game in a way. How was that? The Tony Robbins thing. It actually thing. the time I did it, it changed my life. Please tell me everything. I was living with a guy it was like 2006 or 7 and he had cds he was 19 years older than me um i don't know why that plays <laughs> wait what year was this 2006? 2006 yeah wait i feel like i had he CDs was like an older guy yeah i think everyone did okay um, but that's what you remember about him. i remember his, that yeah like he had a big giant closet full of cds and he was like you might like this and i started doing the program the opening music was very corny it's like dun, 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 oh, dun, oh, oh. Dun. yeah it was a tony robbins cd yes i i thought this was like can you believe this jackass i lived with who had cds like his character oh, no, yeah he was so old he had cds sorry That's sorry that, yeah wait did you say he was 19 years older I don't know why I said that. I, I did feel like his age somehow played into this thing that he had this old box yeah. set. Because at that point, the box set was old. Right. I believe, too. Can we actually look up when 30 Days to per- When Personal mm. Power came out? I'm curious. So I didn't realize because, you didn't actually do like a Tony Robbins seminar. You, no. This was solo directed. However, it was 30 days of CDs. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like 15 double disc cases. And I did it every day. Amazing. And I got into a comedy festival that I went. I got a TV spot while I was doing it. It just generated this, like, it, it dropped a different lens on my life where, yeah, he's like, tells you to, I, I mean, there's I so like much I should in do it. it. There's so much in it. One thing that I did get out of it that was really interesting was attaching a physical movement to something positive. Mm-hmm. It looks like it came out in 1996 originally. Okay. So it was 10 years old. old. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, attaching a positive physical movement to a good memory mm-hmm. so that when you're heading into a stressful situation, you do that movement and it kind of resets you physiologically. Yeah. What's yours? I mean, is it bad to give it away? Well, I was like giving away your mantra. What if mine was like the middle finger? Yeah. <laughs> like I just give the middle finger yeah. and everything goes great. Mine's just like picking my underwear yeah. out of my butt. I stick my but thumb mine- on my nose. <laughs> Mine was like, as I was walking or if I was going on stage, I would just go like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I would just like snap and yeah. it would just kind of transport me into a different mindset. That's really good. But I had to, you like anchor things. You anchor mm-hmm. a physical movement to an emotion or a state. Yes. Um, yeah. Greg Fitzsimmons always talks about like tap it, tap it into the, he had a therapist who mm-hmm. would say that like tap it into the universe, tap it into the universe. So like when you're feeling something really good, mm-hmm. you tap. And then later you can tap and like bring back that feeling. Right. Which I think is similar. Yeah, it, it, that, it, that is interesting. So how does it work though? My sense with, so when I worked at the OC Weekly, I went to a Tony Robbins seminar to write about it, but it was like really geared towards salespeople and give, right. and cold calling and things like that. But it was like, right. it did like pump you up though to like go out and have the balls to make cold calls and things like uh-huh. that. Um. But my sense with some of it is that it kind of like lowers your fear of rejection, would you say? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, I wish I remembered more of it as we're talking about it because every day is different. Um, But yeah, a lot of it is about, like, say you want to quit smoking. He he does talk about like long-term pleasure Mm. or short-term pleasure versus long-term pleasure. And what feels like painful now is going to pay off. Right. But then you also kind of 
there, there's a part where you write down what your values are and you really have to dig deep to figure out what they are. Because for some people, they're like, I just want to be famous or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of has an effect on how you kind of go through the program hmm. too. Yeah. Someday I'm going to do the artist way, which I know is your, th- is you're into that. Yeah. I'm going to do the artist way. I'm going to do Tony Robbins. I'm going to change my, you know what I've actually been right. for like so many years thinking I should do that, except I'm afraid to. Do you know Leslie Kahn? Yes. Have, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, Leslie Kahn is an acting teacher in LA and I, she also had a little bit of a like scant problem yes, scandal. A friend of mine. It was something scandalous because she said something that I think people interpreted as racist or something. So Leslie Kahn teaches these intensive acting classes and she's known for being very direct. Like she will look at you and she'll figure out why you're not booking roles or whatever. And so she'll just be, you know, and it's just, it might hurt your, it'll hurt your feelings if you're a sensitive person, which is why I stay away. Yes. Uh, but I know so many people who have said it, cha- it kind of like how you talk about Tony Robbins, like it changed my life. I started booking things immediately. I started, by the way, I should clarify because people might be like, what are you? I did not know that you were you're an actor. Um, I have not gone on auditions in a very long time. This was like an old dream of mine. I did used to go on auditions, though, and I did get to a point where I was like, I think I'm terrible at this, which I feel like is what going on auditions makes you I feel. I am so bad at it because I can't follow directions. You can't. Too. Okay. I black out. Like I Because you don't read emails. I don't read emails. I still don't know how to play Pictionary. I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there was an audition where I thought, like I walked in and, the, and and I go, okay, so I go over here and then I go over here and I kind of walked through it and the guy goes, okay, great. And I said, but I need to do the audition. He goes, everyone gets one take. So he literally submitted as my audition, me going, so I start here and then I go over I'm like, what? Like, how is well, that that's possible a nightmare. that I can't figure out what marks to hit? I just have to go in and like know how to do it. Yeah. Like if I were on set, you would be directing me and I'd be able to like get in in my body before yeah it was a nightmare well I in my illustrious career as an extra when I was a teenager and I really wanted to be in the pages of bop and teen beat and all that stuff um I really wanted it was like so I was so into those magazines in that world and it was like Alyssa Milano and Corey Haim and and Corey right. Feldman and just I I could go on. Were you background at the Peach Pit? <laughs> oh, my oh my god, god. I wish <laughs> this is when I was a little bit younger than that. I was on I was on a few episodes of Life Goes On. Okay, uh, I was a feature I was a featured person on one of the episodes, but this is a different episode. We were in the school, and like one guy told me, "Okay, you're gonna walk from here to there, let's say, and walk around that desk." So we were in a classroom. So I do this and then I hear cut. I wasn't supposed to go around the desk. I was like supposed to go on the other. I had done something wrong. And then the other guy on the other end was like, okay, you're going to, you need to do it this way. And I go back. Like they were giving me opposing directions. It is so stressful too, because you don't know them. No. And I was messing up the shots. Like it made me feel awful. But I remember I had fallen asleep like in between something or other like I was sitting there with my mom and I had like fallen asleep and then I was like called back to set or something just sitting there in a chair and so then this kept happening and I just remember being like 
he's telling me this and you're telling me this. I mean, like really mouthy for background, you know, but I, but it's because right. I had just woken up and I was, I was like 13, but I was like, or 14. I was very out of it. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It was, a, it was a nightmare. I think being on set can be extremely stressful. I've had experiences where I'm like, oh, I feel awful about what just happened mm-hmm. because I wasn't clear on it or someone was like, great. And it wasn't great. Yes. That's <laughs> something that I know this is like very insidery, yeah. but if when I used to do some kind of show, this is not, I'm not talking about podcasting now. I'm talking about like TV shows um, and not acting, but like, you know, doing commentary or something sure. like that, talking head stuff um, or just like, being on a panel of various shows. Um, I would like, if I ever felt like maybe I didn't do a good job or something. And then like the, the, you know, segment producer or whatever, like, no, that was great. I'd be like, I would let, I would tell myself, well, then, it, you know, they told me it was good. So it probably was. And it wasn't until I got a, I'm just going to say on the Adam Carolla show that I watched how no matter what, that's pretty much what they tell you, right. you know? Yeah. At the same time though, I don't, that feeling in your gut of like, I don't think I did a good job. Right. I don't think that that's reliable either. I think it depends. I, I trust mine. Well, I think it depends on how how good your gut is. I feel like that's because with stand-up, I'm getting immediate reactions. Mm-hmm. So I know, I feel like I know how it feels. I guess it it, it was surprising to me to not have a live audience mm-hmm. and be like that. That was, that's always weird for me. Right. To not be able to like have, get feedback. Right. But that's not acting, I guess. It's not on camera acting. Do you do you audition a lot? No, I haven't in a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. the last thing I did was I got a role in the pilot of um, a show called Send Help on the All Black Network. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Everyone was really nice, and I I actually don't know if there's going to be a season two or not. Right? But yeah, it was great. That but they cool. reached out to me, mm-hmm. and that's how most of it has has gone. Right? Yeah. See, I feel like now that everything is uh, self tape. In yeah. a way, that would be easier. Harder in a way, but easier in a way, too. Because you'd have to be stressed about finding a parking spot and all that. It gives me anxiety. It does. Tape. Yeah. How, how? Why? I have to find a person mm. to do it. I feel like for a single person, it's very different to self-tape yeah. than someone who's in a relationship. Because then you're like, I need to find someone who's like willing to sit through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful right right so then it just creates more logistics yeah, you feel like you have to do well up top right because you don't want to like waste their time you know right. um so i i don't know if it's just hotter if i'm just having a, a i am heat flash fascinated right now. by the fact that you went to tony robbins yeah was it a one-day thing it was, was a, a one-day th- destiny no it was this was back in 2000 i think and I can look it up and text you after. It was something about like achievement. Okay. Ach- are there any Tony Robbins achievement things oh. that, that will pop up? It was a one day thing at like the Anaheim Convention Center. Okay. That, yeah. I mean, where else? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure there are. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Let's mm. talk about iPhone signatures because you have like this sent to you by iPhone. Oh, right. You have a clever one. You have a good one. I noticed them. Oh. Mine just says sent by iPhone. Like I never customized it. Yours says sent by iPhone when the, when the moment felt right. Yeah. Or something. Sent by my iPhone in the moment. Felt yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I like. 
a lot of people I know have really good ones. Like I've never right. settled on a good one. So I just never done it, but well, I feel like I should. Well, let's do it. What if you just put an adverb before or sent? Well, oh yeah, because if you put sent gracefully, that makes me sound religious. <laughs> yeah, sent, think. sent with being blessed. Yeah, or yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, like uh, Joel Stein's is sent from my iPhone while driving, which I think is good. Yeah, that's good. Wendy Molino's is. Sent by my butler, Gerard Butler. Tony Thaxton's is sent from my baloney instead of iPhone. Do you change yours often? No. I've had the same one the whole time. I thought you had to have one. Oh. Don't you have to? Well, it comes automatically with sent from my iPhone. Okay. You can actually erase that if you want. I just did it once and one and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I don't know. It's good to stick with that's that. That's interesting. Do you have one, no. Jeff? I don't. Do you have a, a voicemail or is it just the, your phone number i had one for the longest time and then i think recently i just changed it to the lady saying your phone number i think i'm not sure what about you wow so you don't know where you're at i am curious what you have i'm forgetting i mean i could call myself mine is spoken but i don't i don't remember it's you or it's the lady okay yeah Mm. my problem is when i record it i i'm like i do like 14 takes like that didn't that didn't sound right. I, got, I can do I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. And then people are like, "You sound so depressed on your." I'm like, "It's I sound sultry." All right? How do you feel like? How do you feel about the one where it's their kids? Nah. I feel like that's a go-to. Is this me? Yeah, I hope it does the same number. I think it does, but we'll find out. Why isn't she picking up? Is she mad at me? She's there. I know she's there. Oh my God, she's gonna decline. Literally it. looked at it and put it back down. You have a set to answer on seventeen rings. Uh-huh. Hey, you've reached out. Oh, it's me. I sound like I'm slurring. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> I sound, <laughs> I sound so drunk. Sound a little drunk. That's I sound so, so drunk. Funny. Oh, my God. Maybe that should be your that iPhone signature. Sent while drunk. I have to change that. I have I, to change that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I know, it, but it's I... It's not like you're like, get these rats off me. <laughs> I know, but like for someone who yeah. makes a living using my voice, <laughs> I love that you didn't know what was there. I thought I had changed it. Honestly, I guess I hadn't. Wow, it's good. It's good. The thing is, no one. I have never been like, "What's their iPhone signature?" Right. But again, I don't read the emails. <laughs> Should I record a new one right now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I love that. Okay. Now, how do you feel about rhyming? <laughs> I like iambic pentameter. Okay, for real, why am I the only one who's like a puddle of sweat right, right now? Really? Yeah, it's hot I'm in here, right? Yeah, I'm hot. I feel a breeze. That, that's the AC, but cross like breeze. Not. Uh, I truly think I think you guys. I think I hit menopause. I think it's happening right now. Um, I am looking for. Sorry, I'm also. Um, okay, guys going to take me a second to figure out how to do this. Um, anyone know roughly where it is? Oh, yes. Okay. Sounds. Sounds. There we are. And haptics. And, okay. Yeah, what's a haptic? It's like when you when you touch the uh, keyboard and it like kind of bounces back at you. Okay. All right. I'm not seeing it. I mean, it gets Morpheus and haptic. I've never seemed older than right now the way i can't find anything on my phone can i ask you did you know you wanted kids 
Yeah. You did. I did. Okay. Um, you know what? That's a more interesting conversation than this, especially unless someone can tell me where to change my outgoing voicemail. I can. Um, yes. I always knew I wanted kids. Um, but when I started trying to have them, I didn't feel like my biological clock was ticking. Like I didn't have this thing where every time I saw a kid, I was like, oh, I hope right. that's me one day. Like when, and when Harry met Sally, I spy a baby. Yeah. That monologue that everyone at my college did. I'm like, you have to do something from a play, not when Harry met Sally. Right. <laughs> um. So I just knew that given my age, like I got to get on the ball. Right. And then I ended up doing IVF. Like I wasn't able to get pregnant naturally, but because uh, I have endometriosis and blah, blah, blah. But you anyway. Go to voicemail, then greeting. Oh, okay. Great. Um. So, yeah, I think in the same way that I was saying before that like this feeling of like I'm this I'm losing like some piece of myself or something at times, which I feel even like bad having said that before. I hope no one misinterprets what I'm saying because um, I love I love my kids and I love being a parent. There's just like these, you know, it can, I can be it can be hard. Um, I hate babies. <laughs> you become of use in a different way. It's like your function changes. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. But I think that like if biology and age wasn't a factor, I probably would have kept putting it off until it like felt like, oh, this is the perfect time. This oh, is the perfect time. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. You don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dog. Oh, God. That stuff like that comes up a lot with You're kids. like, I would have put it off till I had eight podcasts. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Minimum. Okay, here we go. Voicemail. Oh, there we go. Okay, greeting. Hey, you've reached Allison. I can't get to the phone right now. Leave me a message and I'll call you back. How was that? That was Smile in your voice. Yeah. Uplifting. What if it comes back drunk? Like you can't record. Hey, you've reached Allison. I can't get to the phone right now. Leave me a message and I'll call you back. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a confident lady, I'd right? Be, it is. She did, she, I'd be thrilled to hear it. Hey, you've reached Allison. <laughs> I can't get to the phone right now. Leave me a message. Is it too much? It's like you did the snap. Is it too much? You did the Tony Robbins. (laughs) No. Okay. I like it. I actually appreciate it. All right. Put some energy into this world. Some people are just dead all the time. Some people are drunk all the time, apparently. That fool is eager. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Life. It's happening all around us. Do you want kids? No. You know you don't. I've never wanted them. However... I think I probably can't anymore. I don't know. I, on... I might be able, based on age, I think. Hmm. Um, I could get probably, uh, I don't know. What could I do? I don't have no idea. I've never asked a doctor. I've never inquired. I would adopt if I were in a situation where I felt like, oh, this is, I'm in a good, you know, I have a good partner. You've and... never asked how it works or? Yeah, how does it work? So when a person, when a man loves a woman, um, I'm just kidding. I have to sleep with Charlotte York's husband. Yes, yes. And oh, that's not going to make work. it happen. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if you yes, yeah. if you decide you could, I could IVF probably, I could, would would okay. most likely work. It's just like a huge undertaking and it's expensive and it's right. a whole thing. Okay. And especially if you are already thinking adoption. And that appeals to you, like, but right. So people, when you're doing IVF, people will say, like, "What about adoption?" And it's like that is also not easy. It's not easy. I also have like you know health stuff in my past that I feel like they'd be like, "What if this woman just drops down?" 
<laughs> you know, um, build, it would be character building. Pop hey, your mic up just a tiny That's going to be you. my thing. Yeah. In my application. I will build character. Right. By dropping dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So I don't know. I mean, I. Yeah. The IVF thing is interesting, though. Mm-hmm. I the, the only thing about adoption is I don't love surprises. I feel that way about like I've I had an experience once where I I really wanted a dog, then I brought it home and it was a biter. Oh, and I know you you love the kid no matter what, mm-hmm. but but will you? <laughs> what if she's a biter? Right. right what if, I don't know. I don't I don't love the surprise element. Well, I will say with your own kid. I was, that was very insensitive language, and I would like to correct myself. With your genetic baby, um, they surprise you all the time, but mm. that's just sort of the in the scope of things. But right. I think if I think if you go into it with a certain mindset, maybe if it was not your genetic baby, then every time they surprise you, you might view it through a different lens. That was okay. very vague. Does it make sense what I'm saying? No, like if it, you're already like pre, if you're already feeling right. like the reason adoption might not be for me is because of the surprise, I don't like surprises, then <laughs> it might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Can I edit this a little bit and yeah. go back and say, it's pro- that's probably not the whole reason. That's just one thing I'd be scared of. I think I'd also be scared of like what you're talking about, my time and mm-hmm. my identity. And it would take over probably a, a huge part take my life in an entirely new direction it does yes and i admire people who who are willing to have kids in any form because i feel Mm -hmm. like it's we're selfless it's a grandiose gesture like i feel like you can go through life doing nothing and taking no action like i feel like i i my plan taking some risks are you married no I i plan to take no action whatsoever he has a great cat well, that's the thing is like you, it's possible to just not do it. Like I'm not married either. I've never had a kid. I don't have a dog. I even have a dog. And so I I respect people who take big swings in life and make, mm-hmm. make choices that can, will actually alter them in a really significant way. I'm sure I've had certain things happen in my life to me that have altered it, but I feel like it's a different thing to be, to have agency mm-hmm. into yeah so i respect it but well, thank you yes it is it, it is interesting like i yeah where's my sentimental music <laughs> to have agency it was that the whether to have kids or not part was always very easy for me because from the time i was little i always knew i wanted to have kids i think it would be harder if i was sort of on the fence and like Maybe I would like it. Maybe I wouldn't. And, you know, I don't know. That would That's a whole mm-hmm. thing that I never dealt. My thing was like, will I be able to have kids? And then this thing of like, I don't like being pregnant. Having a newborn is hard. Like there's a lot of aspects of parenting that are hard. I'm tired, but I feel like I can't, not that it stopped me, but like I feel like I can't complain about it because... I put listeners through years of me belly aching over infertility. And then mm. it's like, I got what I wanted and I'm so uncomfortable. You know, I can't even, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised I've never been pregnant. I have been careless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I feel like 
I don't know if there is such thing as destiny. Maybe it it just wasn't destined Mm -hmm. to happen. And my mom, before she died, said to me, she was like, it's okay if you don't want to have kids. Interesting. And I thought, wow, I felt like she really knew me by saying that. Yeah, like intuited it. Yeah, and it kind of came out of nowhere. I felt like she was just giving me permission to just live my life the way I wanted to live it. Before she had said it, did you feel like it was an expectation? No, and that's why I was kind of surprised also is that I didn't know that she thought about me. (laughs) I was like, you had a thought about me? (laughs) But so I, I thought it was really... Like a, a kind of generous thing to say mm-hmm. at the end of her life, that she could kind of see that that wasn't going to happen, and that she, right. I guess, loved me, or, or, you know, validated or supported my path regardless. Right. That yeah. Is, that is sweet. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I am forgetting because I know we you came on and we did a Monday show and we went like very in depth about a lot of stuff and I recall your relationship mm-hmm. with your dad but I'm forgetting what was the right. nature of your relationship with your mom I think that I actually resented my mom for not leaving my dad mm. and my mom was really a creative person there's something kind of witchy about her mm-hmm. also after she died my cousin was like I hope this is okay to say but your mom kind of like Reminded me of a witch. <laughs> my mom had a really high voice and a really low laugh. So she really? Kind of, like she kind of like walked and talked like Marilyn Monroe. And then she'd be like, <laughs> That's fun. And she smoked and she would always like lean over the stove smoking and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of salt. She played a lot of solitaire, ate a lot of Jolly Ranchers. Ooh, what was her favorite flavor? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we'll she liked if them we all. can ask her. Yeah. Mom, if it's strawberry, send a breeze. Yes. Oh, a bird just fell dead off the roof. That means it was watermelon. No. No. I mean, it would be amazing if so. But yeah, I mean, I, I, my mom was a really very unique person, and and people really liked to confide in her. And she would read your jewelry too, so she had like a psychic streak. She went through a phase where if you gave her like a bracelet, she could tell you something that happened to you when you were a kid. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And she took a few Kabbalah classes, which is something that I then ended up doing like during lockdown as I took five levels of Kabbalah. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. Do you wait? But I don't see the red string bracelet. When do you get that? I I, I just don't wear it. Yeah. I don't want to wear a string. And also like in the shower, like a, a wet string. I know that from my years as a young person of wearing a friendship bracelet, boy, do they get wet and soggy right. and then you're just left with like a wet string on your wrist. I can see you being good at making those. Thank you. I was so bad. You read jewelry too. <laughs> I was good at making them. I made them for everyone. And there was like, two, I knew right. two different ways of making them. Your standard like flat way. And then there was one a way that was Dang more like no. a, it was, it like made like a little oh. square, like a. Like a lanyard feel. Right. And what about the one that would go in your hair too? Oh, a hair tie? Yes. So you made those? I think I did it once. I think I learned how to do it. I never learned, but I did pay someone on a beach in France, which makes me sound very fancy, to my sister and I both got them. And I left it in for a long time. And then finally I took it out with, with the hair inside of it. I think I probably still have it somewhere. Did you go to France in high school? No. This was mm, the summer between freshman and sophomore year of college. Mm. 
when hair wraps were all the rage. Yeah. So you took French in high school or Spanish or um, I took Spanish in okay. high school and then in after I went to France. I'm like it must correlate to where you travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, in college I took Spanish and then after going to France I decided I wanted to take French. So you speak French, right? A little bit, not really. Mm-hmm. Un peu, yeah. un peu. Mm. Un petit peu. Jeff speaks French. We oui, just speak un grand pamplemousse. <laughs> Is that a big grapefruit? Yes. You are a big grapefruit. Oh my See, God. you never lose it. Ah, yeah. I did a monologue in French for a, a competition that I remember a little bit of. It was a Moliere play, and it was like, Mon père, voilà ma cousine qui vous dira que si bien que moi, que la Wait, I'm screwing it up. Mon père, voilà ma cousine qui vous dira aussi bien que moi que le mariage ne doit jamais arriver qu'après les autres aventures. Does that make any sense? The beginning of it did. Something okay. about dinner. Okay. And my dad. No. My, my dad? dad? Yes. You my dad. dad and Mon then père. blah, 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 blah. Me also. Blah, yes. blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Wait, do, do it slower. Amazing, Let's actually. see if I can get okay. it. Okay. Mon père. Mm-hmm. My dad. Voilà ma cousine. Uh, vo- oh, here's my, here's, here's what I cooked. My cousin, actually. Oh, really? But but I might be mispronouncing. That. Oh, I think yeah. I'm just thinking it's. That? I'm just thinking cuisine. it's a cognate or something. Yeah. Qui uh, vous dira? Who wants to say? Or who you're talking to? Okay. Aussi bien que moi. Also. Bien que. Also, I'm good. I think it's like you're just talking to both of us. Oh, okay. Aussi bien que moi. Que le mariage. Um, calamari Marriott. <laughs> That is so funny. That the marriage, uh-huh. uh huh, que le mariage ne doit jamais arriver. Ne doit jamais. What then? What? Ne doit, wait. Que le mariage ne doit jamais arriver. Isn't called an arrival. <laughs> kind of. Capre les autres aventures. Something the other venture. Yes. This is like. I'm so blown away, actually. But but what but what Madame, does that mean? I'm blown away. Um, Dad, you're t- telling me and my cousin we can't get married. <laughs> oh, we don't think that marriage should come until after a number of adventures. Oh, or maybe it's you're saying that to us. Or oh yeah, we don't think you're ta- you're saying this to us, but we want to go out and have fun right. before we get married. I mean, it kind of all relates to yeah. what I'm saying about the timing right. of having kids. Yes. Pune Basser yes. Oh, my God, Jeff. Oh, my God. I went to my high school reunion and I saw Pune Basser What? So Pune Basser Pune is a gal that I went to high school with. And I said it, the, her name on the show once and Jeff made it a drop. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought it's Vassar but it's Basser I saw her at my high school reunion I didn't talk to her because it was just, I was overwhelmed with like, there was a lot of people to talk to. It was a lot of small talk. I would have liked to talk to her. Mm. I feel bad that I didn't, especially because she's a part of this show. Do you at least give her a pint glass? <laughs> I, maybe I'll send her a sticker. Um, but I, she has 500,000 followers on Instagram. She's like a Persian TV star. Wow. Uh, mm. one our listener, Dr. Angela, listener of the show. Hi, Angela. Her Persian coworker is very familiar with like Pune because she has a skincare line. Um, but anyway, I kept taking screen grabs 
of like a picture of Pune, not there, but afterwards when they post photos of Pune at the reunion and then like her uh, Instagram thing to send you and say, update on Pune Basserpoo. Pune Basserpoo. <laughs> but I don't know if this if this happens to you guys. The times that I would be thinking of sending it was either like, it was like so late at night. I don't know. I it never, I never had, I never had the moment to send it that felt right. So now I'm telling you. Wow. Mindy Cohn did that to me. Oh, love Mindy Cohn. Yeah. How was the reunion otherwise? What is, I've never gone to one, so I don't know. I had never gone to one either. And so for uh, you guys, for the full lowdown, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I sounded drunk again. <laughs> patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I, I did a full episode with all the dirty deets. But anyway, it was um every single person when I mentioned that I was going was like, oh, that sounds awful. Oh, I would never go to mine. Oh, God. Especially Daniel was so not on. I mean, he wasn't saying we actually had a little thing about it because mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think this would be a good thing for me to do. I think it'd be good for the show, you know, and I am inclined to do it. And and from the moment I mentioned it, you've just it's just nonstop shitting on it. And he's like, I'm sorry. I just can't imagine anything I'd rather do less. Like, and I'm like, you don't have to go. Right. So he was the most negative about it. It was fine. Did he? So he didn't go. No, okay. but you know, most people didn't bring spouses. I was surprised. Okay, I would say like an eighth of the people brought a spouse. Oh, like it was mo- a little key party going on. Yeah. There? I mean, maybe, but also I think because probably most spouses are like that sounds terrible. Right. So it was just. Ultimately, where I landed with it is if it had been the grade school that I went to, my kindergarten through eighth, that was very small, where everyone felt, I mean, that was like a tough, socially, that school Mm. became very tough in seventh grade for me um, and like almost traumatic. But but those people I knew extremely well. And then I went to a small college and those people I knew extremely well. If it had been either of those reunions, I think it would have felt more like oh that filled my soul to see these people that I know really well whereas high school I I didn't I was like I didn't know who I was I felt kind of like not a part of most things I had a tiny group of friends um and I just wasn't a big high school wasn't a big deal in my life and it I wasn't a big part of that high school so I was in a room with like a lot of people where I know who they are they know who I am we but we didn't hang right. out a lot, so it felt like a lot of small talk, except for it and was people nice. asking you about the show and about Adam Carolla. And Actually, like that. no, that wasn't. When I say they know who I am, I don't mean like they know that mm. I'm a podcaster. I mean like they know they remember me from high school, sort of. But like, it wasn't like here's a ton of people that I can't wait to reconnect with. There were some people that I was excited to reconnect with, uh-huh. but on the whole, it was a like by the end, I was like, my throat hurts from talking above the music or the crowd, or it was just a loud room. What was the venue? It was this clubhouse in Corona Del Mar. There's like this, the Port Streets are mm-hmm. these houses in this area, and there's like two clubhouses in this division of houses, and they have there's like a pool, and you know, there's like a little kitchen so you know it was catered so it was nice you, you go in alone it's like death you go in alone and you leave alone <laughs> yes except that i had my friend katie who was one of my good friends in high school and we're still in touch but i haven't seen her in years she and i had talked ahead of time about both going so 
I texted her and I said, like, you know, I was like, what time are you guys going to be there? Um, and I said, I'm going to be here at this time. And then she said, we're outside. How would you interpret that? We're outside? Yeah. Like, if you, if you, if I said, I'll be there at 722. Right. And she said, we're outside. Waiting for you. That's how you would interpret it? You also? Yeah. I would, that means we haven't gone in yet. Okay. So, uh, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't I take saying. it that way. I thought it was like if you're meeting someone at a bar, like, oh, I found a table outside. So oh, sure. I, they, because they were getting there between 6.30 and 7. I was getting there at 7.22. They don't want to go in. They, I think, had already gone inside mm. and they came back outside to wait for me and walk in with me, which I thought was so nice. But because I didn't, I'm an idiot and didn't realize that, I like took forever to parallel park. it was You're one like, of those like, i contoured my nose <laughs> i fucking did an instagram story <gasps> i took forever to parallel park because right. it was like eh, 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 that kind of thing and then i was like oh, i feel like i should do an instagram story beforehand so i took a little video and then i, I like got out of the car to make sure i was parked well and then i got back in the car because i didn't think i was parked that well and i mean I mean, I probably was, like, anxious about going in, and I was just mm. taking my time and trying to collect myself. Uh-huh. But then I'm walking up, and there's, like, four people waving at me, and I wave, and then I look behind me, like, are they waving at me? Because it's been years since I've seen them, you know, and I get closer, wow. and I'm like, it's them. And then they're like, was that you who drove by in this car? And I said, yes. And and my friend Holly is like, I told you guys that was her. And they're like, what took you so long? And I've just, I felt, it was fine, but I... You I did didn't, a full Patreon episode in your car. I did. I um finally, like thirty minutes later, I'm like, okay, I just have to tell you, I did an Instagram story, and I'm embarrassed that I did that, but I did. You know, I explained it. It's but, nice that they were there. Yes. So I would be so like alone going in. I think. Mm-hmm. Are you friends with anyone from high school? From other classes, yeah. yeah. And the people I am still friends with from my class probably wouldn't go, but yeah, I. It, what's interesting to me too is the relationship. Like with Daniel, so he didn't want to go to this, but does he go to other stuff with you? Yeah, he will. But I would say most of the things that he goes to with me are somehow career related Mm. because that's most of this like social stuff I do probably. Um, Or he's actually, I mean, it's been a long time. Do you go to stuff with him that's just his friends? Yes, okay. but actually it's been, but it's been, like, we're not that social anymore. Mm. We just don't really have the time, um, and we're, like, in, introverted recluses. But, yeah, he, yeah, he goes to most things with me, okay. I would say, and I go to most things with him if we can. Okay. Yeah. Because there's, like, a balance, I feel like, in a relationship where it's, like, sometimes you're just, you're kind of, like, there to support or whatever. Right. I, th- you know, if I had really wanted him to go, he would have gone, mm. Um. but... I think once I saw that most people weren't bringing spouses right. and I knew, I think he just has feelings about his own high school experience sure. that were coloring it. Would Would you ever go to a, to a reunion, Jeff? I haven't gone to one. Um, the first one that we had for my class, it was like, you could kind of see the list and it was like all of the people that I wasn't still in contact with that I was excited to see weren't gonna go mm-hmm. so i just kind of thought eh. I just, it would be so fun to crash a reunion and pretend you went to the high school to sh- crash someone else's reunion yes i feel like that would be even more fun to crash than like a wedding yeah, yeah. just be like randy what's up don't you remember me there yeah. were people that came up 
and would like hug me. And I was oh. like, I don't think I knew you then. Right. But I also feel like I don't think they thought they knew me. I think they were just being, fr- I don't know. It was weird. I think they were just mm. being friendly. Um, but I did find out some hot dish, which yeah. I have shared on the show. Oh, wait, no, you, you were there when I shared the Pedro Pascal thing. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Right. Yes. I was here. Yeah. That's so, so uh, for Jeff, Pedro Pascal, you know who that is, right? Patreon. Pascal? <laughs> yeah. You know who that is? Oh, Pascal. Yeah. Oh, he's an actor. He plays the Mandalorian. Okay. He was in The Last of Us as well, I think. Oh, sorry, my brain just went back to kids for a second. Okay. <laughs> Keep telling him. I'll make this, I'll make this yes, fast. Yes. My um, brain floated, but I, yeah. He's a hot actor. He's a famous actor right now mm-hmm. who's from Chile. Uh, I did not know that he had been in my class at that school. He left before that. My school included seventh and eighth grade. So he was there in seventh and eighth grade. But I was very aware there was this big scandal, the UC Irvine fertility scandal, where this fertility clinic connected with UC Irvine um, all of a sudden was like in the news all the time because they had been using eggs from women and then uh, turning them into embryos and then putting them into other women who thought that they were their own egg, like it, just monkeying around with whose eggs and whose embryos mm-hmm. were going to whom. And so it is kids related. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, having great success, like their numbers were crazy high because everyone who went to them got pregnant and then it started coming out that they had done this. Or I don't, I don't know the details, but I remember because the daughters of the two doctors had gone to my high school, the, uh, and I did youth and government with them. One of them is his sister. The, he has another, a different or other last name. It's Balmaceda. So anyway, that was my brush with fame. Kids. Yes, Lizzie. Oh, no. I was just, I think when we were talking about it, I started to feel panicked. And I was like, why do I feel so like, ah? because I have I feel like I never planned anything mm. in my life, really. I never put it in the calendar. Right. I think that's like it was okay. like an idea, you know, like I think some people are like, this is what I want to do and this is how I see it going. Mm-hmm. Almost like kind of a vision board, but in a more structured way. You right. Know? Right. And I think I just never imagined it or really thought of it as an actual possibility. Yeah. It was always just like, well, what if I get pregnant? Like, mm. I think I've just felt like maybe an eternal teenager or something mm-hmm. like that would be so crazy to be pregnant. <laughs> it's like well now it really would be actually. i remember i remember hitting uh, that age where it's mm-hmm. like because i think you know i grew up with the tv movies where it's just like oh what a tragedy she has her whole future ahead of her now she's 15 and pregnant in high school yeah and i was just like that's sorry that's so glamorous like i would want i mean I don't think I would, but like if I had gotten, you know, knocked up as a teenager, like I could be the star of my own TV movie in my mind. And wow. then at that, I remember that age that I, I wasn't even having sex then. I just, I think because I was such a late bloomer, I was just always like, there's something so oh. cool about the kids who do that. Part of me felt that way. I was the opposite. I was a fast bloomer. Oh, you were. Okay. I was the first to get my period. I got my period when I was like 11. Boop. Like I just got everything yeah. at once, kind of. Yeah, but I remember the age yeah. of like it wouldn't be a tragedy if I got pregnant anymore, mm. and it wouldn't be an inconvenience. It's like this is actually an acceptable age to get pregnant. That feels weird. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. And that was once you were married, or was it before? I think it was or early. I think it was like probably probably in my in my early thirties. Oh, okay, I had that okay. feeling of like because in my mind it was still like, oh God, I hope I'm not pregnant. I hope, right. you know. Little did I know, like I could not really get pregnant, um, naturally. But so I mm. always hate. Now I think it'd be different. But when I was younger, I hated when people are like, "What's your five year plan?" I'm like, I just want to be happy. I don't know. Do you hate that question? I think it's so bizarre because mm. I think what what you want changes. Yeah. Or what I want changes. I shouldn't say that for everyone else. I mean, I think it's probably a good idea to have a plan, but I don't know. I'm just lost in the ocean right now. To me, it was like the five-year plan thing. It's like, I don't want to feel that I messed up or that I I don't want to feel disappointed if this Mm -hmm. thing doesn't happen by this age. Right. Right. So I'm not, I don't want to adhere to anything like that. I feel like with comedy too, like people are like, by this time I'll have this and by this time I'll have this. And it's like, we can't control everything. Right. I also read um, The Language of Letting Go Every Day. It's this like... Oh, yes. I have that book. You do? Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a long time. I really should. It helps me so much. The daily... Uh, I think today was about overspending and underspending, actually. I need to look at this book. Oh, wait. No. Um, oh, today's about ending relationships and mm. how to end relationships. But it helps me every day. But But part of that is kind of like letting go of your idea of how mm-hmm. things are supposed to be and understanding that everything is working in some way. Right. You know, I mean, things are still unfolding and happening, but I don't know. Sometimes I read that. I'm like, is it really happening for the best? <laughs> I feel like I've had some of my just like over time, like. Right. My my optimism, it's like breakaway glass. I hear that. Yes. I don't know. I kind of think, unless you get to a point where you're like, oh, I really did want that. Mm -hmm. I wish I had taken pains to make it happen. But like, we're talking about ways that you can make it happen if you get to that point where you decide that. I don't know. I think that like, it sounds like you're sort of in trying to be present and figure out what it is you want. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. I'll take it. Sold. Keep keep going with that. Um, This has been so much fun and it got, it started with skincare and then we went Ah, to an even deeper level. We went to what's under the epidermis. Mm -hmm. Which is what? Fascia? Fat pads? Mm. The bands. Um, Aren't there like bands and... Well, in your neck, there's like platysmal bands. Mm. Tendons and... That's why when she talks about the zapping of the neck, that kind of like worries me because I just think of the neck as like such a fragile... Right. Like... Especially because I just saw Macbeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Lizzie, yes. where might we find you? Plug all your things. This I mean, comes out in two weeks. Okay. Come see me. Uh, come see me perform every other week at the Cat's Crawl Theater. That might actually change, but if you go to Tasting Menu Comedy, that Instagram, I'm co-hosting a show every other week with Aparna Nantrilla and Brent Weinbach. It's been so fun. The show just has a really good energy around it. I still do tarot readings. If you want one, go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. And I also put all my shows on my website. Wonderful. Yes. And uh, follow me at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram and threads and blue sky and all the things. There's too many things to check now. Oh my God. Threads. Yeah. Okay. Instagram threads. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice so far. Mm. Um, it's just, it's throwing off my checking apps game. Cause I'm like, right, right. I'm not going to check. Uh, 
And I'm on TikTok, the Allison Rosen over there. Did I mention my merch on this episode? I think I did, right? Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. Did you mention that? Oh, yeah. You can follow Daniel at Dequants on the snap. He's not there anymore. Well, he's there a little bit. But actually, he hasn't posted anything in a long time. I mentioned a pint glass. Okay, great. (laughs) Great. AllisonRosen.com. Click the thing that says new merch at the top of the page, and it'll take you there. I've already mentioned Patreon. Um, Jeff, what about you? Patreon. You can follow me on my Patreon. I do Tai Chi classes by mail. So if you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Tai dash Chi dash by mail, all one word, and you can sign up there. There's one level. It's $45 a month, and I'll give you Tai Chi instructions, handwritten, and uh, send them to you in the mail. Now, that is a great idea. Thank you. You guys, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know and Rosen Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best friend.